Introducing Security Mindset Tuesday, and Bitfinex announces Cardano staking on this edition of your Cardano Update. Hello everyone, today is Tuesday, October 6th, 2020. I'm James Kiever with United States of Cardano. When it comes to security, Charles Hoskinson is maybe one of the strongest advocates around. He's produced several videos on security, the last one being probably the best we've ever seen. Link is in the description and we'll never pass up an opportunity to promote that video. Point is, when Charles talks security, we listen. In one of his recent AMAs, he made this short but incredibly important comment. Security mindset is very hard to come by. And we couldn't agree more. And to that end, we're creating a new segment to air the first Tuesday of each month. We're calling it Security Mindset Tuesday, where we'll tackle the latest in information security, topics which need to be on your radar. Helping us out with this is Vic from SpartaPool, ticker SPRTA. Vic has been in IT and engineering for the past 20 years, the last eight of those being in cybersecurity. Vic, welcome back to the show and thanks for committing to help us out with this segment. This is super important uh, information and we're really interested in what you have to say. Thanks James, happy to be here. All right, now you've got four hot InfoSec topics to cover in today's premiere of Security Mindset. The first one having to do with text messages. Yeah, last time we covered uh, phishing attacks by email, but I want people to realize that phishing attempts can also come into uh, your world via SMS. So you can receive a text message that looks like it's from a legitimate source, but it's a phishing attempt. For example, I recently recently received a text message uh, that looked like it was coming from the U.S. Postal Service. And in the uh, text message, it had my name, so I said, Victor, your package is in danger of being returned to the sender. Click on this link in order to get more information. Now, if I were tired or if I were, you know, um, didn't know as much about InfoSec, I may have clicked on that link and something may have happened. So that's one example of how, you know, creative, you know, the uh, adversary can get. And even to the point where they know what your name is and send you a personal message to try and get you to click on that link. It's all about hacking the human, right? It's all about, um, making a person do something um, that they want you to do through influence and through um, creating a sense of urgency, some sort of compelling event, to make you do something that you may normally not do. Makes sense? Right. Yeah, no, totally does. So the takeaway is if, if you're unsure and it feels like there's a sense of urgency, that should tip off your spidey, spidey senses. That's, that's correct. And sometimes there are just indicators in there that if you pay attention, right, um, so in my example, the, uh, the tracking number was completely off. It looked alien to anything that may be a tracking number for the U.S. Postal Service. But besides that, everything else looked pretty good. Sometimes things like punctuation and grammar may also be uh, you know, off um, because they may not be a native speaker. So you know, there are typically some indicators in there. But again, if you're having a bad day, if you're tired, if you just don't pay attention, you may, you know, uh, be susceptible to clicking on that link. Yeah, scammers are a pretty creative bunch. Now they've figured out a way to infiltrate your Android phone and get at Google Authenticator two-factor authentication codes. Is two-factor authentication still safe? Yeah, so let's uh, let's put some context behind this, right? So the uh, the Android, you know, if you look at the global market share of smartphones, Android's 87% of the market, right? So it's a target-rich environment. Um, so it makes sense that, you know, scammers and, you know, hackers are going to go after that market. 
Um, it's also a lot easier for someone to install a piece of software on Android. You can do APKs by yourself by downloading from a website. Um, and you know, it's much easier to publish a, an application in the Android store as a developer, whether you're a legitimate um, developer or someone um, producing malware. Uh, so it's um, what they've done now is this uh, this bank and trojan called Cerberus. It's uh, it's a, it's a bank and trojan that's been out there for a while, but they've enhanced it and added additional features. And this feature can now capture the uh, the one-time passwords that are produced by Google Auth and send it directly to the to the malware um, command and control servers, so they can get a real-time um, indication of that code. Um, the the piece of malware already had the ability to steal. Um, your your key log, so they can steal username and passwords. Now they've just enhanced it with the ability to steal the one-time passwords. Wow, this is definitely one of those situations where the iPhone is probably a safer security. But I'm curious, Vic, uh, what do you have, an Android or an iPhone? I've got an iPhone, and yeah, the the iPhone is is uh, is more locked down. Whether it's uh, proprietary, Apple has control of the hardware and software. It's much more difficult to publish an app, and it goes through an extensive vetting process. But, you know, um, I love open source, right? So, um, you know, I, I've got mixed feelings about that, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, me as well. I've had them both, and uh, I've got an Android right now. Um, but it's definitely good food for thought. Yeah. Now, there are times when you come across a link, right? You're not really sure whether it's safe or not. You really want to click on it. A lot of times, personally, I do. I know that's not the smartest thing in the world to do. Uh, you've got a tip for situations like that. Yeah, it may be a link, right? That you uh, you're you're curious about, that you know you're you're itching to click on, or it might be a file that's sent to you. You know, you, you might and you might have to open up the file. Maybe you're you know you've got a small business and you're you know you're hiring for a position, so you're you know trying to receive res resumes, and you happen have, have to open up that PDF file. So there's a uh, a a website that InfoSec um, security um, SMEs use, which is called Virus Total. And it's free to use. You can uh, you can go to virustotal.com. You have the ability to upload a file. Um, you have the ability to up to to uh, enter a, a URL in in the uh, the website, and it'll it'll run through an analysis um, and tell you whether or not that file or website is malicious. Um, the way it works is they have like 70 different uh, uh, antivirus engines, and every antivirus engine gives you an indication as to whether or not it believes the file or website is malicious. Awesome, definitely gonna bookmark that and uh, we'll put a link to that in the description of the video. Final tip, the NSA put out some guidance recently. What's that all about? Yeah, so it's, um, it's meant for your typical end user that's, you know, they may not, may not be um, uh, very technical. So it's, you know, some common sense guidance on, you know, if you suspect that, you know, you may have been compromised, maybe you clicked on a link and you don't feel very comfortable about it, or maybe you opened up a file and you noticed some, something weird happening when you opened up the file, some sort of execution uh, um, occurring, you know, you might feel like, you know, how do I know whether or not my operating system has been compromised? So some things to, you know, to look out for are things like redirections to websites that, you know, you're not trying to go to. So you you're trying to go to msn.com, but all of a sudden it redirects you to some other website. Um, things like uh, input that when you're not interacting with your desktop, so maybe your mouse is moving, maybe there's some keyboard input um, that you're not in, uh, doing yourself as a user. 
Um, sometimes if your routing device has been compromised, perhaps the, the username or, or the password to the device has been changed and you, know, you didn't change it, your spouse didn't change it, your kids didn't, didn't change it, all of a sudden you know, it's different, you can't get into it. Um, redirection may happen at that level too. Um, another thing to look out for is if you have like a laptop, you know, maybe it's a new device and your battery life was, uh, was very good. All of a sudden the battery life is, uh, is, is not as good as it was, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, dying in an hour, right? Cause your CPU and your memory is spiking all, all of a sudden because there's some stuff happening in the background. So those are some indicators to look for. Um, the document, like you said, we'll link it in the description of the video. So, you know, people can read through it. And again, it's just a good, you know, some good guidance, some, you know, common sense stuff to look for. Um, just in case you're wondering, right? And, and if you if you do find that you know you have one of these indicators, then perhaps you can seek additional help from from someone who is uh, a professional in the infosec world. Excellent, perfect. We'll uh, be sure to put a link to that in the description of this video. Vic, super thankful for all this information. Definitely helps to put us all into that security mindset. Charles says is so hard to come by. Again, thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you again next month. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, James. Appreciate it. Take care. Bitfinex announced staking rewards for users holding Cardano on their exchange, telling people they can earn rewards as high as 4.3% annually. Bitfinex will use its in-house custody solution to hold the staked ADA, meaning tokens will remain in the platform's control. This will likely appeal to traders who are comfortable keeping their coins on the exchange, but remember, not your keys, not your coins. Should Bitfinex get hacked and those coins stolen, they're gone, and there's no guarantee Bitfinex will ever get them back to give them back to you. We recommend keeping your coins on either Daedalus or Euroy, and highly suggest a hardware wallet like a Ledger Nano S or X to secure your keys, keeping them safe and in your control. All right, folks, that does it for us today. It really does help us out when you hit that thumbs up icon and like the video. Subscriptions to our channel are also a good thing, but arguably the single best way to support this newscast is to delegate to our pool. United States of Cardano, ticker USA01. Finally, there are many ways to engage with us through Telegram, Twitter, or in the comments of this video. We do thank you for watching. I'm James Kiever, and that's your Cardano Update.